0: You guys, you're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. And now uh, we are going to play a uh, podcast that we recorded uh, in London last week with uh, Rob Delaney, uh, who gives us a nice special message. But uh, Rob is hilarious, Uh, so please check this one out. And, uh, well, (laughs) this one gets a little spicy. Listening to The Dollop! This is a, this is a bicyclist American history podcast where each week I read a story about bicycles from American, sometimes English history, to my friend,
1: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about.
0: And uh, tonight we have a guest. Uh, a man who fleed from America in terror, as we would all like to, and found a better place to live. Uh, he is a uh, star of the show Catastrophe. Rob Delaney!
1: Hey. Hey. Hey, Hi! Hi, Rob.
2: Yeah, that's, there you go. That's right. Hi, hello, hi, everyone.
0: Thanks, thanks like, for having me. Thank you for being here. I like yeah. coming. Uh, I like coming to. I like coming. I just like. Uh, let's get real, you guys. Uh, I like an orgasm. Um, I like coming to uh, other countries and seeing faces I know from. Where, I, where I'm from.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, we all knew each other in Los Angeles yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we you did made the the stand-ups at the same right time.
2: times. <laughs> yeah. I did a podcast with you once in Greg Barrett's closet. That's right. Yeah. I used to watch your sketch show, The uh, B Team. Yeah, we IO days. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I probably know you as well as your moms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's sad. It's true. Uh, you don't know my family. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I saw a picture of Dave's
1: dad yesterday, and it looks like Dave if you just threw a ton of baby powder on him. It. it was like, <laughs> genuinely, I was like, oh shit, that is very uh, real. Uh, my God.
0: Except when you squeeze me, whiskey doesn't come out, so it's a, l-
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> no, anger does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's because of the whiskey. that uh, Never that mind. Makes sense. That makes sense. It all fits together. Yeah. Um, I would like Rob to say uh, a few words about something that's uh, coming up here in England.
2: Yeah, you want me to? I mean, yeah. I, I, he asked me to say something about the upcoming election. I mean, I don't know if I need to for you guys. Uh, I mean, I know you got four days left to register to vote. Uh, I won't tell you how to vote, but I'll tell you uh, personally I'm an enemy of austerity, which is a choice. It's just, it's just a thing that the government... I love when they're like, how are we going to pay for it? I'm like, walk around Mayfair for three minutes. <laughs> Fucking turn, turn Mayfair upside down and shake it, and enough change will fall out that you can fund the <laughs> NHS for a couple millennia. So the money's there and uh, you just campaign. I mean get out there, do stuff, you know, go to a marginal nearby and find out where you can help out. It's fun. I, I think a lot of people are might be afraid to campaign, like it won't be fun. It's fun as hell. Yep. They just somebody at question time yeah, just use remote control. Yeah. <laughs> T- Turn his
1: microphone off. His microphone off. Yeah. Cut yeah. cut cut the lady.
2: Cut yeah. the lady. Yeah. So Oh, here's what I was thinking. It might be cold on the 12th so uh, when you go to vote, and that can affect turnout. So you need to stop shaving right now, even the women. That's you need smart. to grow out all your body hair. You need to get one of these, <laughs> yeah. and um, you need to bundle up. You need a cuddle partner or more, more than one if you're going to be out there on the 12th. Uh, huddle together. Go vote. Stay warm. Work out between now and then, but don't diet. You want to be fat and strong. <laughs> You want to be fat, strong, and hairy, and then to are are you doing enough in the lead up to the election? Is just like how much sweat has come out of your body and helping other people to register to vote in the next few days, and uh, and campaigning, and just having fun. Have make a make a make a treat out of it, and uh, you'll have fun. You'll learn a lot. You'll meet people, and you can kick the Tories to the motherfucking curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. I-, I mean the money the money's there. The money's there. It's money's just there. Is the will there, you know? Or do you, do you want a change? Is that something you want? Then go ahead yeah. and take it. Demand it. I think both in both in this country and in the country that we're from, you yeah. know, people have been told for too long, you can't have anything better. Don't dream. And, uh, you know, don't hope. And that's
0: insane. And fuck that. And the people who tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. Yep. Cosign. Yes. And then I would just like to add there's a lot of people that want things to go back to the time before a Boris or a Trump existed. And we don't get to go back. Now we have to make a choice. Yeah. Between two sides. Yeah. Uh, so don't pick the evil one.
2: Mm-hmm. We were talking backstage, like, I get it. I get people who are like, I just want to go back to 2015, you know. I want to go back to when bad things only happened to people that aren't me. And now now a bad thing could happen to me. But, like, the, we live in a weird blip, you know, from, like, yeah. 1989 to, like, 2010, where there was, like, a little blip where you could have a Bill Clinton or a Tony Blair or, like, a managerial capitalist president or your prime minister who'd be like, we're just going to, things are going to get a little bit better every year for you. Not for them, but for you. And so... Yeah. And, and now that's not happening anymore. And it was, yep. it was like that for 20 minutes, roughly. I know I said 20 years. Yeah. But really, it, it, historians are going to be like, it was 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. now history's happening again. And you got to fight for what you want. you got to fucking yeah. take it. It's yep.
0: the Gilded Age again. you got to act like it. Yeah. It's the Gilded Age, and we have enemies, and they're called fucking rich people.
3: <laughs> 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 Let's get
0: them! Uh, <laughs> cut to me in Palm Springs with a flamethrower. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is pretty fun.
0: <laughs> oh, Obama <it> was right. <laughs> January 1st, 1680. <clears throat> Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nathaniel St. Andre was born in Switzerland to lowly commoners. Well,
1: well, we've got an enemy already.
0: <laughs> Not much is known of, of his family and early life. As a young boy, Nathaniel accompanied a wealthy family to London and worked as a messenger and servant. Okay. That's what young boys should be doing.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah.
0: We're almost back there. <laughs> when he was older, he supported himself by teaching French, German, dancing, and fencing.
1: Those go together uh, well. That's always been a good combo. Bit of a polymath. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You, can do, you can do two of them at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Fence but, and French. Yeah. But his dancing and fencing skills were very poor.
1: <laughs> so. It's just, you're not a, you need a multi-hyphenate. You want to add a, you're buffing up the resume a little bit. You know? That's right. Uh,
0: he was then badly injured by a pupil during a fencing lesson. So he was really, really bad at fencing. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. He, got like stabbed. he was like,
1: you should teach. You should be the teacher. How did you do that? Oh, wearing pads. That's interesting.
0: Hey, teacher as a whole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he immediately had to go see a surgeon, and the surgeon saved him. But more importantly, Nathaniel was amazed by the surgeon's wealth and status. Hmm. And he decided at that point that he was going to become a surgeon.
2: I wonder how hard that was in 1601, did you say it was? Yeah. <laughs>
0: 16, uh, we're about 17, uh, we're about uh, around 1700 now. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, pr- not. Uh, turns out not hard. Uh, you could kind of just go, uh, back then yeah. you could kind of just go, hey, I'm a surgeon now. Yeah. Okay. And uh, everyone's like, oh. Well, right. And also
1: your death rate was probably extremely high to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. probably like, well, yeah, I was close. I mean, yeah. I got really close. I did do surgery on The him. surgery was <laughs> performed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In retrospect, I did, his surgery was performed. Suturing, not a good skill for me. Not oh, where wow. I shine. No, it's my it. fencing with the uh, surgery, if you will. Oh, here's something you, you guys
2: might not know, but uh, here, like, a doctor, like, for your knee is a doctor, whatever, but if you go to a surgeon, they're so much high above doctor, you call them mister. It, is that true? It is, yeah. Surgeons, you would call it, like, Mr. <laughs> Anthony. No, I mean, no, you couldn't become one, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you could, <gasps> yeah, it would be mister. It's I, like a higher honorific in, the, med- in the British the medical world. I'm not shutting that door yet
1: I think you still have a shot. I, they really do. Yeah. You could be Mr. Anthony someday. Oh. Yeah. Just like your daddy.
0: It's going to be amazing. Like no, I, somebody
1: could come up to me in the hospital and be like, Mr. Delaney. And I, no, they'd
2: call me Rob, and I'd be like, I think you mean Mr. Delaney. And they'd be like, Dr. Delaney? No, the shitty kind. <laughs> just the guy. No, no. Just Mr. De, just shitty Mr. Delaney. Not the good one above doctor, but the one below.
1: <laughs> Regular mister.
0: Uh, so he apprenticed with a surgeon in London and then established his own practice in North Northumberland. Northumberland? Northurbumber?
2: Northumberland? Northumberland. Yeah, you want to crunch it together Crunch it together?
0: Well, I'm always scared I'm going to say it wrong, so now I slow it down and it sounds worse.
1: You weren't that off. That got, like, a sitcomic laugh for, like... uh. Well, it was the pause between North andumberland that really made
2: him f- hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get I get to North and I'm like, there's no way they say North differently, and then I, I look at the rest of it like they're going to say this some weird fucking way. <laughs> Northumberland Court. He uh, never actually studied medicine though. Oops. Nor did he receive a medical degree. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, is that an he, issue? but still, now he was a surgeon. No, yeah, yeah, you just do it, like yeah. Rob said,
1: right. Still over the so it's years. it's kind of like becoming a wizard, where you're just like, I'm a yep. wizard.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%.
0: You're talking about the KKK. Honestly, a wizard right.
2: society back then probably would have had a harder vetting
1: process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Merlin. You could be a surgeon, but you're just not wizard material. <laughs> You'll never be a Mr. Merlin.
0: <laughs> uh, still over the years, Nathaniel became more and more popular and soon was popular with the English upper class and became a notable surgeon in London. His rise was very swift. Okay. Knowing nothing? That's right. Okay. (laughs) He was appointed as a surgeon at the Westminster Infirmary and uh, started giving public lectures on surgery and anatomy. Again, with no... Yes. Just
2: impressionistic. I like th- I like this part. This part here, but this—it's nice. What, what do you know about it?
0: Uh, well, but look at it. You figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Pink. The best. Uh, <laughs> the best surgeon lectures are the ones where they go. This. This part's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, uh. <laughs> he translated Rene Jacques uh, Garangos' A Treatise on. Oh, that's a weird word. It must be surgical operations into English and even introduced a new way to prepare anatomical specimens. Pretty soon, Nathaniel's reputation caught the attention of King George I. Wow. One of the greats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in May of 1723, he was personally selected to be the royal household surgeon and uh, uh, anatomist. How is this happening? How is he... <laughs> well, there was a lot, like, of, there's a lot it... of inbreeding with the royals.
1: But even then, like, at some point, has he performed a surgery? Yeah, yeah, he's doing, surger- he's doing surgery. And he's just sort of going like, God damn, the body is so complicated, isn't it? That
0: is crazy. So he's much just, gunk in there. He's <laughs> just, back then, you just muddle, muddle your way through it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, his, his job was not... Ba- what could be
1: more important than this show?
0: <laughs> oh, they're leaving? Already? Hey, wow. it's a good you thing we opened are... the bar so early. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Was, you guys really got—you guys uh, really uh, got uh, mad at the uh, people uh, er, changing seats.
1: I'll—I'll I'll do it in their language. Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but this job was not based on Nathaniel's medical abilities. Of course not. That's a known factor in this. Uh, George, uh, King George was the first, there's a word, I don't know, Hanoverian king? Eh? Yeah? Uh, of England and brought many German advisors with him. So, you know, they all, they all uh, fucked each other in different countries. Mm-hmm. This is where Dave breaks it down into my terminology. Okay. Oh, okay. gotcha, yeah. <laughs> and then they're all kind of related and then the Austrian king, German king, and so they rolled over here, okay. all okay. German and shit. Okay, thank you, sir. Awesome. A little bit of Hungarian.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, you've Gave got the Spanish. smooth talk of a surgeon over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, he brings German advisors with him because that's what he feels comfortable with. Uh, Nathaniel became the royal court's favorite because most of them didn't bother to learn English. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh, right, and he did at least actually speak those languages. Yeah,
0: so. that's all, all right. he had. Right. And Nathaniel was a shameless brown noser. He flattered the members of the court with his perfect German. Three years later, in 1726, Nathaniel's career reached its peak when the king consulted with him about an ailment, and Nathaniel successfully cured him. We have no idea what the ailment was. It's not Uh, not part of the record, but everyone assumes it was something very minor. Right. You
2: Have to be. Yeah. Did people expect results back then when they went to a doctor? Oh, God! <laughs> Where it's no. like I checked it off the list. I went to the doctor. I'm still. It's still all brown. I'm and dying out, still, but uh, yeah, yeah. I went there. You yeah. really
0: only went to the doctor if you had something really tiny, or you're like it's over. So yeah. you might as well just cut this. If stuff If you had off. a thing
2: that could be
1: popped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like your favorite show, Doctor Pimple Popper.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That was on your TV here the other day, and uh...
1: and it has the Law and Order music. It's really weird. I don't know how. It's super weird. <laughs> I tried to watch because I, I was flipping through and it yeah. came on. I was of like,
2: course. I'm gonna
1: try
2: to watch a second. That's how
1: we've all I'm handled
2: try it. Try to watch it. Fucking instantly had to change the channel. <laughs> I mean, I won't that even was... tell you what I saw out of respect for your souls. Uh. It was so fucking disgusting. That must be
1: what their ratings are. It's just a lot of people have watched it for five seconds.
2: I remember I got in trouble because Comedy Central showed a commercial for some of my stand-up too early once, so Ofcom, like, slapped me on the wrist, but yet you can squeeze fucking (laughs) gallons of oatmeal out of a man's shoulder and and nobody
1: goes to jail. (laughs) Oatmeal. (laughs)
0: That's but I think you might be a surgeon. That's very specific, but Mr. That's, Delaney. that's how I describe your stand-up to people. <laughs> <laughs> Gallons of oatmeal. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> that's perfect.
0: Uh, so... King George, after that, gave Nathaniel a sword as a thanks, and the medical world looked upon him with envy and indignation. Oh, the sure. old thank
2: you sword. Uh-huh. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Who get Ross Perot gave Bernie Sanders a sword? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, he has it in his office. Oh, what? my God. Use yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah. Back when uh, when it was uh, George Bush Sr. versus Bill Clinton, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Texan oil yeah. billionaire named Ross Perot. We was did like, an episode on Ross. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. oh, so you know more than I do. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, he gave a sword to Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders still will occasionally wield that sword. He was
1: was so tiny. It must have been like, I mean, those two, it's probably a butter knife that they're like handing to each other (laughs) Uh, when you get the scale right. (laughs)
0: Uh, But uh, not only was he a foreigner who was adored by British royals, but he also achieved meteoric success as a surgeon without a single medical credential. Well done. It wasn't necessarily his personality. According to the Dictionary of National Biography, he was, quote, especially disliked for his ignorance, foul mouth, and lecherousness. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got the X factor? Yeah. He just, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Nathaniel was very dramatic. He once claimed that, quote, he had been decoyed and poisoned by the hired hand of some adversary. Okay. Adversary. adverse. It's a weird... It's not spelled right. Anniversary. Yeah. It should be... Uh, uh, yeah. It should be... Uh, yeah. Uh, adversary. Yeah, it should be adversary. So, uh, so after drinking uh, a liquor offered to him when he visited a patient, he was attended to by another doctor who recorded, quote, Nathaniel passed the night without any sleep and complained of racking pains in his limbs. He had, in that morning, six very sharp stools. <laughs> which sunk his strength and gave him a falling down of the anus. <laughs> oh my, wait Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Wait),
3: wait. <laughs> I'm
2: imagining Michael Douglas the film falling down of the anus. <laughs> <laughs> that's the porn
1: scene. that's the porn version. And who is saying that about him? Someone do- who's clearly doctor. No- a doctor who knows about the body. Six sharp stools. And yes. then his anus dropped like a transmission. The best is that he counted all six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, a pile of sharp stool. No, no, no. no let's
2: let's parse it out. Uh, There's six. I'm a doctor.
1: Half a dozen. Boy, look at these. They're like <laughs> little swords. Eggs
2: of shit. Sorry.
0: Uh, sorry. Are you ready? There's more. <sighs> <laughs> and gave him a falling down of the anus, which was so relaxed that a man's fingers might pass into the rectum or that straight gut. very guts. that, that name.
1: <laughs> they, uh, they might. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that guy fingered him. I mean, 100% he got fingered. Without question, that so guy fingered him. him.
2: In the terms of uh, bases, you yeah. know, for French kisses, first kiss, is that like fucking, fuck, I don't know, like flooding the dugout? <laughs> what do you
1: call that one? Storming the field? Oh, Jesus. Upsetting the hot it's dog cart. It's almost guard. like you could get two fingers in there if you tried. Yeah, Hypothetically speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Jim.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what happened to your anus? Oh, boy. I don't
1: know. I've been shitting swords all morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that obviously sounds bad. Um, <laughs> but he was never in danger of dying, as the doctor noted that quote, the symptoms occasioned by the poison were overcome and he may perfectly recover his health. What? So his <laughs> anus fell back up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how did I think you can just suck it in.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not holiday weight. <laughs> you get a big muscular executioner to suck in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Put a straw in him. There you go. Give it a give, take a rip. Uh,
0: thank you, Sir Roger. Uh. But Nathaniel went <laughs> Nathaniel went ahead and wrote a detailed account of the alleged poisoning and demanded it be read to the royal court. <laughs>
1: Well, read this! It's read the part about my asshole! This is the most important story you'll ever hear. Go ahead, tell them about the sharp poops. <laughs> you get ready for the end. You're not going to see this coming. I sure didn't. Your Highness I, Your Highness, I don't ask a lot of you, but please, I beg you, read this.
3: <laughs>
0: it's, it's the greatest asshole story you've ever heard. <laughs> oh
3: my and God. I would like
0: to request it to be known as the Royal Butthole. <laughs> He also, also, quote, published lengthy accounts in which he gave in astonishing detail a day-by-day record of his heroic struggle against death and called attention to how much he was favored by the king and how intimate his relationships were with important members of the court. The Privy Council eventually offered a 200-pound reward for the capture of the poisoner. He or she was never found. This made a lot of people think the entire episode was fake, so Nathaniel could get his name discussed by the public because he wanted to advertise his medical practice. But
1: could you not pick a better story to make up rather than like, my
0: anus popped out of me. Tell him, everyone hear this.
1: I'm the guy from this. Couldn't you be like, my eye fell out. This is a story about when my eye fell out of my head.
0: Well, it worked. Mary Denier was born in 1701 to John and Jane Denier in Godalming. Godalming? Godalming? Sure. Godalming, <laughs> Surrey, about forty miles outside of London. It was one of the poorest towns in the country. Mary led a miserable and punishing existence. <laughs> Each morning, she had to walk two hours to work in a hop field for over 12 hours.
1: This is the story your grandparents tell you every time about yep. how they grew up already.
0: She could not read or write, and was, quote, of healthy, strong constitution, of a small size, and of a very stupid and sullen temper.
2: Ooh, is she single?
0: She <laughs> she a
1: stupid temper? Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> uh, when she was 17, she married a lowly journeyman clothier clothier, whatever. He made clothes. Sure. He was a guy who went around from town to town making clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) His name was Joshua Toft. He was 18. They had three kids. And when Mary was 25 in August of 1726, she got pregnant again. Now, 18th century English law was not kind to pregnant women. If you were pregnant and a peasant, legally, you had to keep working the fields throughout the entire pregnancy.
1: We still have that in America.
0: Yes. (laughs) That's totally America. Many complained about pain and health complications early on in the pregnancy. Sorry, Mary. And then she had a miscarriage during her first trimester. But despite having miscarried, local townspeople claimed Mary still looked pregnant a month later. Okay. And then three weeks later, again, out came a few pieces of flesh. Of which one was, quote, as big as her arm. Wait. Mary called it a monster.
2: <laughs> I mean, a what? A fleshy arm monster. What?
0: Arm, Yeah, arm arm size things aren't supposed to come out of you in the first trimester.
2: Okay. I always say that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Delaney. <laughs> yeah, certainly
1: with that medical skill. Uh, okay, so she's... Mm-hmm. 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 Sure. Yeah. I'd like to
0: know more. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think you've
1: piqued interest, David.
0: Quote, the symptoms of the pregnancy persisted, however, in the early part of September, whilst working in the hop fields, milk flowed profusely from her breasts.
1: What? I'm not...
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I just no thought, to that. I'm
1: passing no? on that. No, I'm not... You will not get a high five on
0: that. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought.
1: So she's giving birth to arms and her nipples are just leaking?
0: <laughs> so far, that's the story.
1: Okay. Still beats what happened to the uh, surgeon. <laughs> I'd rather that.
0: This did not feel like a normal pregnancy to her. And I really? Like, what was like <laughs> going <around>. her?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think if, there, if you were to flag something as far oh. as being different, what would it be? I mean, let's not be judgmental. Yeah. Uh, but okay. <laughs> the
0: delusion I mean, nipples, the let, arms coming out of let's her. Let's just say she's had three kids, so this one feels a little different.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Because the others were fully formed children and not just arm length flush. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: On the twenty-seventh of September, she was taken very ill during the night. That night, Mary called in her neighbor, Mary Gill. And Gill watched in horror as Mary went into labor and gave birth to what appeared to be several animal parts. Oh, <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, um, Christ. <laughs> what did you
1: eat? <laughs> uh okay, okay. So I think. Medically speaking, we're, this is... Yeah, Are this we, is now we're, and we're
2: sure she's not just doing big, solid peas. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> or as a prop
0: comic? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: what kind of animal parts?
0: Well, Gil went to Mary's mother-in-law, Ann Toft, who was a midwife. Oh, good. <laughs> and showed her what Mary had given birth to. <laughs>
1: as a midwife? Get a load of this. <laughs> that's coming out of Mary. <laughs> oh my God, it's got a voice, yeah. mommy. Oh boy, oh boy, that's a lot of teeth coming out of there.
0: <laughs> Anne immediately sent a sample to John Howard, who was a male mil- midwife in uh, Guilford. Uh, he had thirty years of experience, so she's going to the top, the All top right. dog. Sure. At first, John dismissed the idea that Mary had given birth to animal parts. Sure. it's <laughs> so that, yeah, not... Yeah, no. uh,
1: An experienced midwife, yeah. in other words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Still, the next day, he arrived to investigate the claim. Jesus. And showed John the rest of the pieces. <sighs> Quote, he diligently searched the whole vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while.
3: <laughs>
0: he yeah. gave it a good... Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: I've done He's that. He's got a spelunker's hat on. Yeah. All right, I'm going back in, Mary. We'll Go see what's in, in. there. Give I want to a... find the whole thing too. It's
0: okay. I'm a I'm a male midwife.
1: Don't worry. Uh, he found nothing. Yeah. Is somewhere just like a goat shitting baby ears <laughs> <laughs> on the flip of this?
0: Then, as John was preparing to leave, Mary went into labor again. Oh no! What? And she delivered quote. Three legs of a cat. (laughs) Well, I mean, of course. He's he's making a sitcom face.
1: (laughs) Dave, you're reading a crazy
0: thing. Three legs of a cat of a tabby color and one leg of a rabbit. The guts were as a cat's, and in them were three pieces of the backbone of an eel. (laughs) Okay, now this is getting weird. (laughs) Is
1: she an ecosystem? <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm telling you right now. You, you know, p- I, so my
2: wife's had four kids. Yep. Via, Anything like this? Via pregnancy. Uh-huh. And I, I'm, not, I'm just reminded, I remember one time we heard like, hey, and remember, if you go down, they told us this in our birth class, like, hey, if you go down on your wife when she's pregnant, don't blow up there. Uh, or air bubbles could explode and kill her. And uh, so we're like, fuck off. Uh, I'm blowing air up. No. Um, Like, no, we're like, all right, well, I never do that anyway. But we're like, also, you're insane. But we looked it up. We looked it up. And you really can't do that. So don't do that, guys. But also, but also, I'm just thinking, like, so now I'm thinking she's putting stuff up there, or somebody is, and, but... I was taught don't even blow up there, <laughs> and here's this
1: lady putting farm stuff in. No,
3: <laughs>
1: she might have gotten blown up there. Someone might have blown up there, and this yeah. is what happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I wish I had known this before, but that that make, it makes sense now. That's what happened to my first six wives. <laughs> <laughs> now I now
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah don't try to inflate them. <laughs> They're not only tubes.
2: through the vagina. <laughs> no, you I can have... blow, blow in any other hole <laughs> yeah, except yeah. the vagina. It's, my, it's, it's just, my, just for it's nine my,
0: months during yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like my thing. It's my technique. No, I know yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I know. I'm not telling
2: you to not
1: blow into women. <laughs> yeah, you're not, yeah. <laughs> Are you coming yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Who doesn't want to Dizzy Gillespie their wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have at it. <laughs> Mm. I'm hoping we get
0: resolution.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so after all of these animal parts came out, uh-huh. John decided he would look further into this situation. Oh, shit. I thought he was exploring the whole vagina. Put on my waders. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. He explored the vagina, He found nothing, and he was going to leave. And then she's like, oh, here's cats and a rabbit and part of oh, an eel. Oh, man. An eel? Yep. Over the next few days, Mary's health deteriorated as she gave birth to more pieces of rabbit. What? Good Christ. John! John pickled the animal parts and kept them in a jar.
1: Well, sound,
0: uh, sensible. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Sure. Hey, he's doctor. a male
1: midwife of 30 years. Yeah, and That's he's never right. been here before. This is new. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I certainly think pickling them is not a great idea, but maybe. Who knows?
0: Because giving birth to animal parts was not normal. <laughs> Word spread, and on November 4th, a member of uh, King George's court, Henry Davenant, went to see Mary for himself. She was now being called, quote, the rabbit breeder. (laughs) At at least people were empathetic to what was happening. That's right. After being shown the parts, Henry was convinced and went back to London with the news. John Howard moved Mary to Guilford where his practice was so he could offer her his services and care. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Henry Davenant requested any updates regarding Mary's condition from John, and John wrote to him often. In one letter, John said, Sir, since I wrote to you, I have taken or delivered the poor woman of three more rabbits, all three half-grown, one of them a dun rabbit, the last... The last leaped twenty-three hours in the uterus before it died. As soon as the eleventh rabbit was taken away, wow. oh my god! <laughs> yes. Eleven. As soon as the eleventh rabbit is she a rabbit? <laughs> as soon as the eleventh rabbit was taken away, up leaped the twelfth rabbit, which is now leaping. Wait, which is now what? Leaping, this in. woman's
1: like, fuck yeah, this. Yeah,
0: she's like,
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, running. Running, running, (laughs) running. I'm sorry. At the end there, before that woman fled.
0: I probably should have done a trigger warning for anybody who's given birth to rabbits. Or has eaten. Uh, The rabbit leapt. Is it? It, They're saying her stomach's moving. Like she's got. They're seeing. She's got bunny tummy. Bunny tummy. (laughs) That's right. That's the technical term, yes. <laughs> Up leap the 12th rabbit, which is now leaping. If you have any curious person that is pleased to come post, may see another leap in her uterus and shall take it from her if he pleases, which will be a great satisfaction to the curious. If she has been with child, uh, if she had been with child, she has but 10 days more to go, so I do not know how many rabbits may be behind. <laughs> I, sir, your humble servant, John Howard, <laughs>
2: You know what I think? I think at night she's going out and fucking the Easter Bunny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The public learned of Barry's rabbits' uh, births in London on November 19th, uh, 1726, after an article in a Miss Weekly journal. Quote,
1: <laughs> Finally, covering the hard-hitting stories.
0: <laughs> From Guildford comes a strange but well-attested piece of news. That a poor woman, a woman who lives in uh, Goldeming, well, I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> Godalming?
2: I can't even... Uh, yeah.
0: Godalming, okay. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, does it? It really fucking doesn't. Yeah. I'm going to hu- hug you later. Yeah, that is... That's the best
1: Dave's ever received anyone
0: on yeah. the show. Mm. Delivered by Mr. John Howard, an eminent surgeon and man midwife, a creature resembling a rabbit, one in each day. In all nine, they died all in bringing into the world. R.I.P. rabbits. Even the British royal family was intrigued by Mary's story. (laughs) How is it? Everybody (laughs) should be like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, definitely. They can't get enough. This was especially true... Since at the time, quote, interest in monstrosities and willingness to pay to see them was common in Europe, mm. monstrous or deformed people have been exhibited at a price all over Europe for hundreds of years, with poor and wealthy alike equally fascinated. So people are into this shit.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that there's a market. <clears throat> Isn't
0: King there. Yeah, mm-hmm. King George wanted to be involved in this lady having rabbit story. <laughs> sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your name on this one asap. <laughs>
0: So he sent Nathaniel Saint Andre, who was still a surgeon right. of the royal household, to investigate.
1: And by "still a surgeon," you mean not at all a surgeon.
0: That's right. 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 <laughs> uh, Nathaniel was joined by Samuel Molyneux, uh, press, uh, sorry, secretary to the Prince of Wales. When they arrived, John brought Nathaniel and Samuel to Mary's bedside. Within hours, she delivered a rabbit's torso.
2: Jesus! Oh my God! Just the torso. Okay. The other parts? All right, yeah,
0: I overreacted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the one that broke you. Oh, God.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, God. Uh, okay. Uh, to check if the rabbit had ever breathed, Nathaniel placed a piece of its lung in water to see if it would float. And it did float. Is, but is that... That's a thing.
1: It is, okay. Because that feels very witch-trially to me.
0: Later that day, Mary gave birth to another rabbit torso and experienced violent contractions. I would imagine. (laughs) She's getting rabbits out of her. Nathaniel personally delivered some rabbit skin and a rabbit's head. He also, quote, examined Mary's abdomen closely, noting some irregularities at the site of one of her ovaries. Taking into Was account- it a
1: rabbit? <laughs> this guy's really good at his job. You know, there's something wrong with your stomach, I'm noticing. Not sure what it is.
0: Nathaniel paste, placed a piece of its... Oh, I already did that. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Okay, taking into account the pulsating movement in her belly... The man of science presumed that the rabbits were formed in the ovaries and made their way to freedom by jumping down the fallopian tubes. (laughs) Of course. Of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now, okay, now I'm on board. Yeah, I I agree. I think for a minute I was like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, but now (laughs) that he recognizes that the fallopian tubes are bunny trails. That's right. Well, now it makes sense. Yeah, and they're just hippity-hoppity down the fallopian tube. Yeah. It's actually fun because it's like, you know, we're always trying to find the Easter bunny's eggs, but now it's payback hop, time. little
2: bunny, hop, yeah. hop,
1: hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Now the bunny's finding the eggs, yeah. An account was written by S.A. Seligman. Uh, says, two hours later, quote, Mary's pains returned violently and she delivered the lower part of a male rabbit, which fitted perfectly the trunk that was delivered earlier.
1: I like that it, you have to point out it's a male, too. Like, that matters <laughs> at this point. Like, you know, it's crazy. It was a guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wild? John and Nathaniel examined the births together. They observed that, quote, the rectum contained several pellets resembling common rabbit's dung. This was also present in the guts of other rabbits together with a dirty-colored, mucus-like meconium. In the guts of the first rabbit, they found a slender, brittle, white body resembling small fish bones.
1: Remember when that guy's anus dropping was insane? (laughs) Like, nine minutes ago was the craziest thing I've ever heard. Sharp poops. Sharp poops. Now I'm like, give me the sharp poops. Let's go back to sharp poops. (laughs)
0: Jesus. Jesus. Mary had many more contractions throughout the evening. Some were quote so violent that four or five people could hardly confine her to a chair. Get her out of the chair.
1: <laughs> <A> chair. <laughs> and also, shouldn't she be laying down? Yeah. <laughs> All right, quick, get her sitting up. We're doctors. She should be on her head right yeah. now. Let's do this. Here's a stool. Here, quick, sit <laughs> on the stool. Yeah, on your knees. Get on your knees on the stool. Yeah.
0: After each animal part was delivered, Nathaniel would examine Mary. Quote, and he found the vagina empty. And all the rabbits were examined and kept in separate pots with wine.
2: No longer jars. Okay, we're with doing wine? pots now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, dokey. I like that's the thing that threw you off.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of things, but I mean, I just yeah, yeah. don't think there's any medical upside to being like, put it in the merlot asap. Let's get going. <laughs> uh, 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 Let it breathe too. Let no, breathe. no, Pinot Grigio. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, uh. Let's, do a, let's do a bunch. Let's <laughs> we'll do a bunch.
0: one of each. The doctors all reported unusual findings.
1: Yeah, no shit.
0: The different body parts appeared to come from both cats and rabbits. Mm -hmm. I think they were
2: fighting. Oh, That's fucking old McDonald up in there.
0: (laughs) Vaginas are mysterious things.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, you can't blow in them, but there's rabbits, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I thought I understood them.
2: Uh, at this point they should blow into it just
1: fucking <laughs> point, just see more. it. <laughs> how great would it be if they found out that her husband blew into it <laughs>
0: uh, their age of gestation ranged from two to four months some were fetuses and when they put the pieces together it produced a complete rabbit
3: <laughs> the worst
1: puzzle ever
0: <laughs> hey kids come in here we got a new puzzle <laughs>
1: uh, No, there's no box. There's five pieces. Mm.
0: Go ahead. No, that one has a penis. (laughs) Try the other bottom half. No, why would you put a cat on a rabbit torso?
1: (laughs) Can I get into bed now? No, stay sitting. What are you talking about?
0: Neveu took several specimens for himself and eagerly returned to London. Within days... He wrote a complete account of his experience titled A Short Narrative of an Extraordinary Delivery of Rabbits performed by Mr. John Howard, surgeon at Guildford. <laughs> it's a good book. It's very clear. You know
1: what you're you know what you're getting. Yeah. No surprises
0: there. Yeah. Nathaniel even performed anatomical demonstrations on the rabbit parts throughout the week in London. What does well, that I think mean? he's putting them, I think he's bringing people over and being like, see, they go together.
1: Look at that. Yeah.
0: And this one goes, hoppity, 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 hoppity.
1: <laughs> you know, my anus fell out of me once. <laughs> <In a while>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> when this news was reported uh, to King George, he sent surgeon and skeptic Syriacus Ahlers, that's a fucked up name, <laughs> to Guilford. Upon arriving, Syriacus noted Mary showed no signs of pregnancy and immediately suspected it was a hoax.
1: Great. So we
0: finally have a guy who's like, "Something's weird here." Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone else is like, "Get it in wine." He's like, "Hold on, I think."
0: (laughs) Feels weird. I don't think it's weird. We've been putting them together, and they turn. It's a rabbit when they. (laughs) No, No, no. Let's examine. In his notes, he wrote that Mary seemed to be pressing her knees and thighs together often as if to prevent something from, quote, dropping down.
2: Mm, like her anus. Yep,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Try everything.
0: (laughs) Syriacus was also suspicious of John, who would not let him deliver any of the animal parts, saying he had no knowledge of midwifery.
3: Okay, Uh, right.
0: Sensing there was tension between himself and the believers... Syriacus lied and said he, quote, was fully convinced and satisfied that the flesh came out of the uterus and rejected the possibility it could have been forced or thrust into the uterine cavity.
1: Okay, right.
0: He then asked if he could examine Mary. He's like, guys, I'm on your side Mm -hmm. here. This is clearly Mm -hmm. rabbits coming out of your lady. I don't
1: Mm -hmm. think that's weird. Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially. Uh.
0: John again rejected his request, but offered to let Syriacus stay the night in case Mary went into labor again. Mm. Syriacus then said he had a sore throat and headache and should go back to London. Hmm. That's something when you're scared people are going to kill you.
1: Yeah. No, I don't want to... No, I... <laughs> I don't want to spend the I'm night... Com- I'm coming down with something. Yeah, i got
0: a
2: thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, that, I mean, like, saying you feel sick in front of someone who's technically birthing rabbit parts is probably like... Yeah. You think you have it bad? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs>
0: He secretly stole some of the specimens so he could study them himself. When Syriacus completed his examination in London, he found evidence of cuts on the flesh caused by man-made instruments. Okay. so A little
2: weird. So they're chopping them up. She probably tried with a full rabbit first, couldn't do it, and then had to cut it in half. (laughs) And then jam it up there. I mean... I know that people are laughing, but that's actually probably I, true. I
1: totally agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. That, that She was like, no, too. But he's like, well, what are we going to do? Just do legs? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Gotta I think that's going to raise some... What blood. am I going to not have animal parts come out of my <laughs> vagina? That be ridiculous. No, I agree. Chop, I agree. Chop it up. All right, well, here, let's chop start Chop it up, get legs. me a stool. Here, let's do five <laughs> cat legs. How's that? Blowing it? I mean, I don't know if I... <laughs>
0: He also found that the dung pellets from the rectum of one of the rabbits Mary had given birth to had corn, hay, and straw inside.
2: Okay. Uh, Also, one of the things had fucking fish bones earlier, right? So (laughs)
1: uh,
0: This proved it couldn't have been, uh, couldn't have developed in Mary as a fetus. In late November...
2: (laughs) A rabbit totally could, (laughs) but... And now I've got proof! Yeah.
0: In late November, Sirius reported his findings to the king and several other elite members of British society. When John discovered some samples were missing, he wrote an angry letter to Syriacus, demanding, demanding they be safely returned. How return. very
1: dare you take my wife's uh, vaginal rabbit bits, sir? <laughs> in all my years of midwifing,
0: <laughs> sir, bring me back my pussy rabbit. <laughs>
1: But that, I mean, he's keeping major tabs on the rabbit parts, too. Yes. Yeah, right. So he's I very will weird. not
2: warn you again. <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a
1: doctor? Toplifting. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> Nathaniel was ordered back to Guilford. There, John told Nathaniel that two more rabbits had been delivered during his absence... <laughs> And he suspected there were none left, quote, as if there, there... can't be. As if there was no longer any motion in the uterus. While Nathaniel was there, he completed... Uh, Mary complained of abdominal pain on the right side. She said it felt like coarse brown paper was being torn inside of her. Very specific. Mm-hmm. Yep. Familiar with the sensation. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. out came a bag. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the contraction pain was accompanied by some bloody effusion. Great, yeah. That is bothering
2: everyone? That's blood? normal. <laughs> yeah. That happens when a healthy human little person yeah. comes out of this. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Same. Well, that. Same. Yeah,
0: that happens. That, that's, Rabbit yeah.
2: lungs, bothersome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Quote, she was still in much pain with an irregular pulse, a white tongue, and blood and mucus in the urine. Okay, all right. Which is hot. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I'm like, where, where, how did she not die of sepsis 27 times in this story? <laughs> Just put a bunch of trash and dead shit. Oh, my God.
0: Because he knew Syriacus had stolen samples, Nathaniel got affidavits from several witnesses to cast doubt on Syriacus' suspicions.
2: Imagine getting subpoenaed for this. <laughs> uh. Boss, I can't come in today. I've been ordered to the...
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was hoping to make Syriacus' findings unreliable. When Nathaniel returned to London, he performed an anatomical demonstration before the king in support of Mary. King George was unsure what to believe. So he ordered Nathaniel to bring Mary to London so she could be observed by a knighted obstetrician. Uh, Oh, I cut the guy's name off. Sir Richard something. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, We honor his legacy. Yes, we honor his legacy. I'm sure if he's listening, he's like, that's cool. I don't have to be a part of it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) If if he's listening,
0: (laughs) there's a big problem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mary was brought to London the following day when the obstetrician, Sir Richard, examined Mary. He found that the right side of the abdomen was slightly enlarged. And soon after, she delivered what he thought was a hog's bladder.
1: <laughs> wow! I mean, they know it sweeps. Yeah, They're yeah, like, we're yeah. going big. We're going to the <laughs> we're going to the kingdom. Let's, yeah, yeah. no, no. We're not uh, doing cat bladder. legs anymore. Good old instantly
2: recognizable hog <laughs> yeah, bladder
1: yeah, right away. Yeah. doesn't look like
2: a goat's bladder.
1: No, that's a, a hog hogs bladder. bladder. That's a hog
0: bladder. He told the others. Uh, he said he didn't think it had, uh, it had uh, come from the uterus. Quote: This upset Mary Toft, and she began to cry.
1: That's,
0: That's my a... baby you're talking oh, I'm <laughs> oh. Sir Richard asked her what why. What are you going to call it? Why... Hog blow. Okay. Sir Richard asked her why she was crying, but she did not answer. I've, been,
2: I've been going through a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that. Like,
1: what, what's bothering you, Mary? <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs>
0: First of all, all my cats seem to be running away.
1: Uh. (laughs) Well, not running, not running, (laughs) falling away. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, The woman present, uh, a woman present told him it was because she supposed he thought Mary was a cheat. Mm -hmm. He asked for a hog's bladder, which they brought him, having one in the house, which made him very suspicious. Sure, yeah, right,
1: obviously, yeah, you've all got those.
0: Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Do you have a a hog's bladder? Near the pickles, right near the pickles. Because Mary was now in London, the story became a national phenomenon overnight. Some publications were skeptical, others were completely convinced, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and some, like the Norwich Gazette, said the affair was, quote, nothing more than female gossip.
1: (laughs) You know how ladies are.
0: (laughs) There's like
2: 23 men in the story, and it's female (laughs) gossip. Yeah.
3: yeah. (laughs) You know how ladies (laughs) gossip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) either way Mary's story resulted in the sudden disappearance all over London of dishes like rabbit stew and Jug's hair wow no one, everyone no one yeah they, they were no longer on menus everyone's like yeah we're not serving that but <laughs> Mary became quite the attraction in London writer John Harvey wrote quote every creature in town both men and women have been to see and feel her <laughs>
1: By the way, those are just the two genders. That's not every creature. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's kind of well, weird it's about, like, also well, these weird well, about horses. I mean, no, you're just like every creature, like swamp people are coming to see her. <laughs> Mummies. What? I don't know. I think I made the shift to monsters in my head at some point. <laughs>
0: Uh, I've been to see and feel her. The perpetual uh, emotions, noises, and rumblings in her belly are something prodigious. All the eminent physicians, surgeons, and man midwives in London are there day and night to watch her next production. Her next production. (laughs) Wow. Show. In the final days of November, Mary was moved to a bathhouse in London where she was examined frequently by as many as 10 doctors at a time. Oh, boy. Yeah, now she's getting gang examined. All All of them were men. One of them was the controversial Dr. Mabray. Dr. Mabray had written The Female Physician, which proposed that certain women could give birth to a creature he called a suitorkin. Oh, boy. A (laughs) Suterkin was a small, mouse-like animal that developed in female wombs via maternal impression. Maternal impression? This is a prevalent belief to explain monstrous births. (laughs) Swamp people. (laughs) Quote, the mother's imagination had the power to mark or even shape her fetus. (laughs) Mabray <laughs> warned pregnant women, quote, not to please themselves so much in playing with dogs, squirrels, apes, etc. Lest Apes? P- we'll play
1: with apes? <laughs> what sort of pregnant woman's going on go an ape play date? All right, honey, I'm going to go play <laughs> with
2: the gorilla. <laughs> Rubbing mushed up banana. Anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: lest their child resemble, resemble its mother's favorite pet.
1: <laughs> what the. F- okay, uh, so he believes you can, if you think. You can manifest your baby into animals.
0: So they're trying, and that and that you need to put a disclaimer to a pregnant woman to not play with apes. So they're they're. <laughs>
1: By the way, I don't know what your ape playing life is like, but that's for nine months off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I less mean, caffeine. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, no ape fun. Uh... Uh, yeah, you gotta. I let... know it's, t- it's not a sacrifice. Forever. It's, it's not, not forever. It's a sacrifice. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, so I mean it's a way to blame it's a way to blame the woman for birth defects, right?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. But he, but he he could have said that. He could have said like, hey, don't picture your child defected. You know, instead he's like, you'll it'll be a mouse. And <laughs> 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 if you do not, it'll be a mouse baby.
0: <laughs> a prominent uh midwife text titled Impressions of Pregnating Women on Their Fetus said when the body was forming the fetus, if the woman was surprised or frightened by an unseemly sight, uh, this would happen. Quote, the humors and spirits presently retire downwards and, as it were, abscond themselves in the recesses of the womb. Yes. From whence immediately a strong imagination of the disagreeable thing, whether seen or heard, seizes her mind and the forming faculty quickly impresses. Yes. And the shape and form of that Think seen upon the fetus. Right. All right. Yep. So,
1: yeah, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it really makes
1: you understand how Nathaniel is able to become a surgeon so easily. When it's like, if you think that, your thoughts yeah. will go down from your brain into the recesses of your womb. Yeah. It's, you have mind spirits. Uh,
0: so this pamphlet was incredibly popular. Many, many people believed newly pregnant women had to be stimulated with a beautiful object. So they would produce a beautiful child. Now you you said my dick was beautiful once, right? This I mean theory, that's,
1: a, that's a high stakes gift too. That's yeah. like
0: get it right. That's right. This theory. What if you think a monkey's beautiful? Well, I've got bad
1: news for you, Jack. You're looking at you're going to be looking critters. at one as yeah. you raise it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I wish you hadn't played with that ape. I love you too, Oliver. Let's go. <laughs>
0: This theory gained more popularity because of the famous Elephant Man, an Englishman with severe facial and body deformities who was exhibited at freak shows and circuses. In his autobiography, he claimed, quote, the deformity which I am now exhibiting was caused by my mother being frightened by an elephant. Wow. My mother was going along the street when a procession of animals was passing by, which happens. Mm Yeah. There was a terrible crush of people to see them, and unfortunately, she was pushed under the elephant's feet, which frightened her very much. It is
2: scary
1: to have them walk on you. Yeah, yeah. I think (laughs) potentially that was also at play was when the womb was crushed. Uh, Yeah.
0: This occurring during a time of pregnancy was the cause of my deformity.
1: So nobody told her, don't go play with elephants, which again, Mm. yeah.
0: Mary's case supported this argument. Mary said two months before she was working in a field with other women when they saw a rabbit. There it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, whoopsies.
0: Now, that was food, so they chased it but did not catch it. Quote, this created in her such a longing to it that she, being with child, was taken ill and miscarried, and from that time she hath not been able to avoid thinking... Of rabbits, right. But we
1: are overlooking the five cat legs and eel spine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like they didn't get it. Like, if you were just going to do all, like, why the cat legs?
0: Thank you. For na- N- nature is a mysterious thing. <laughs> it's,
1: it, seems, it seems evil.
0: That night, Mary dreamed she was in a field with two rabbits in her lap, and then she woke up sick. From that day forward, for over three months... She had a constant desire to eat rabbits, but since she was poor, she couldn't afford rabbit.
1: Well, good and news, they... Mary. You. You're going to be the gift that keeps on giving, rabbit wise. You're going to. You we could run a restaurant out of there. We need two more legs. Hold on.
3: Ah, ah.
1: How are they liking it? They're loving it out there, Mary. It's going really good.
0: They love the way it's marinated
3: hmm
1: oh. It's Dave.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Marinated.
0: <laughs> so Richard went back to uh, the White Hart Inn where Mary was now staying, and he told colleagues, quote, "...the more he thought about it, the more convinced he became that the membrane he'd removed had never been in the uterus but was a piece of hog's bladder which have been skillfully conveyed into the vagina.
1: <laughs> well, there's no other way to get it in there. You got to be uh, Can't be haphazard.
0: Richard and Nathaniel then had a <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I
3: think okay.
1: We all know what that medical noise was. <laughs> That's how you know we got it in. <laughs> Wait for the sound.
0: (laughs) Sir Richard and Nathaniel then had a heated argument. Nathaniel said he had personally removed rabbit from her uterus, and he was convinced.
1: You son of a bitch. (laughs) How dare you question me?
0: And while it looked like an adult rabbit, it had organs that were definitely fetal. Nathaniel and the other believers convinced Sir Richard not to make a public announcement until the, quote, whole labor was complete, or until such a time as he had further evidence that it was fraudulent as a premature announcement would prevent the truth being discovered. Sir Richard agreed to this. Just chill for now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they say wait until she's through labor? Yeah. Through, which she's could done, be years at this point. Yeah, we don't know how long Yeah, a woman, every day uh, she's popping yeah, out a couple... Yeah, a woman could give ra- uh, birth to rabbits for as far as... Decades. I know, decades. Decades, yeah. 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 Richard uh, requested Mary be brought to uh, Mr. Lacey Bagneo in Leicester Fields for observation. I don't know what that is. Lest, yeah. Lester? I think Lester? so,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Lester? <laughs> yeah, Lester. I, did it say Lester Field? I, I, we don't have a monitor up here, and I can't hear you terribly well.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm reading lips. Yep. I said it right then. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Nobleman asked for seats to watch. They were very excited. The least excited men in London were the Warreners and the Poulterers. Whose business had plummeted since the, since the news went wide? What are they? So, warreners are people who raise rabbits. Okay. And poulters are people who raise chickens, and no one is buying rabbits or chickens to eat. The chi- Why
1: are chickens? Why is the chicken economy? Taking Everything's a taking hit? a hit.
0: Once rabbits start coming out of vaginas, people are like, "Where are well, the, all the other animals are coming from?"
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, a rat, rabbits, the chicken, or the rabbit of the sky.
1: So right. That's right. why. <laughs> and you've always said that <laughs> as well. Yeah. That's
2: another. <laughs>
1: Are you talking sky rabbits? Yeah, no, we don't serve those anymore.
0: Uh, Richard sought the advice of one of the country's most respected surgeons and a well-known mi- man midwife who specialized in female pelvic organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of male <laughs> yeah. midwives being
1: consulted. Yes. Yeah.
0: He had assumed... They're mid-husbands,
1: really. I'll mid-mid-bros. leave. Mid-bros. See you guys later. All Thank right.
0: You. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, yes, I'm an expert on female pelvic organs. Uh-huh. And why... But I like to fuck.
1: (laughs) This man's a doctor. (laughs) Uh,
0: He had assumed it was a hoax since the beginning, since he'd heard about it, and he kept his distance. But Richard brought some of the hog and hoped James would back him up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know what'll convince (laughs) him.
0: I mean, that's a weird thing to say, but yeah, he brought some of the hog. Sure. Uh, So now this guy, James, is involved. Uh, On December 1st, Mary's violent contractions returned. Uh Uh-oh. Both Richard and James confirmed it was labor. Mm -hmm. The new surgeon, uh, James, refused to discuss his findings with Nathaniel, despite Nathaniel being annoying and continually asking him. James, quote, thought that a woman giving birth to rabbits was as likely as a rabbit giving birth to a human child. So pretty
1: yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And then that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh but publicly he also remained neutral.
1: Sure, okay.
0: On December 4th, four doctors... Which
1: is tough to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it really is. (laughs) On December 4th, four doctors, including Richard and James, performed a thorough examination of Mary's uterus.
1: Jesus, she must be having a good... She's like, and again? I I mean, I know she's lying, but
0: still. All of London at this point has been looking around in her vagina. Yeah. (laughs) At some point, another
1: surgeon's going to come out and be like, sorry, I think I found something. (laughs) Oh, were you guys looking? Yeah, go ahead. I've just been in there for a week. I'm out of sandwiches. (laughs) Flum out. I can't believe you guys didn't come looking for me when I didn't come out. They opened a KFC in there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: There was new swelling, which means something new might be coming. Oh, dear. But then, suddenly, the pain vanished. But the doctors said they weren't going to leave until this was resolved. So it's a standoff. Wow.
1: (laughs) This is a classic (laughs) vaginal standoff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not leaving until something comes out of you, Mary. (laughs) We're your friends. We're your allies in this. Uh, I got all the time in the world. It better be good, too, because we're not overwhelmed with the rabbit stuff anymore. We're looking for something like a puma or something we need.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there we go.
1: Were you playing with monkeys while pregnant? Tension
0: built. Mm -hmm. Nathaniel said he was, quote, bullied and insulted by the dissenting medical men. Now, while all this is going on, there is a man named Baron Thomas Onslow who was investigating the case. Sure. Asking questions. Okay. He learned that for the past month, Mary's husband had been buying young rabbits. <laughs> oh, shit. Dun dun. And then the Mr. Lacey Bagno's porter confessed he had been bribed by Mary's sister-in-law to sneak a rabbit into Mary's chamber.
2: <laughs> That's well, what she calls
0: it. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, oh, uh, w- when you say chamber... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I meant the bedroom. I'll do the rest. Oh, okay. I was kind of excited. Okay, uh, either way.
0: This statement was made, then made under oath before a justice of the peace. Uh-huh. And Mary was arrested and questioned, but she denied it. Well, because uh, that's a tough thing to admit you've been doing. Yeah, you should
2: be able to, like, plead the fifth. You yeah, know how you can't it, incriminate your brother? When it come, <laughs> you should just not have to... Yeah,
0: I've a, been cramming rabbits in me <laughs>
3: Hello, governor! <laughs>
2: Plus, what is the crime? Like, wasting fucking idiots' time? really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the most fun they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, honestly. It, like, powered the economy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a job creator. Yeah. What are, you, what are you in for? <laughs> I stabbed him at you. I put like 90 rabbits in my cooch. Oh, can I switch cells? <laughs> and some cats. <laughs> uh, uh, so then her sister-in-law was questioned, and she admitted getting the rabbit, but said it was just for eating.
1: Ugh.
0: And then Mary Toff said, that's right, it was for eating.
1: Yes, eating the rabbits.
0: Because remember, she craved rabbits, and she was still pregnant with rabbits. Right. Two days later, Mary was interrogated by Sir Richard, who, quote, threatened her with a horrible operation to explore her pelvic organs if she did not confess. Uh, that's torture. Oh, God. Yeah. Witnesses said that Richard, quote, had promised to send a chimney sweep boy...
1: Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Dave. <laughs> Dave. 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 No, Uh, that's it. That's tough. Well, we had a good run. Uh, (laughs) So where's the chimney? It's there. Well, that's not a chimney. You're gonna need to get up there. Get in there. (laughs) Get your brushes. But my brushes are filthy. Get in her, boy. Look, you're paying you. Get in there. There it is. (laughs) He's in. He's in. I heard it. I heard the click. Well, it's a version of a click.
0: Uh, Richard, quote, had promised to send a chimney sweep boy up her fallopian tubes to explore them.
1: And was she like, I call your bluff? Uh, (laughs) We're going to shrink him down with a laser. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) missus. We found the world's tiniest chimney sweep. Four centimeters, and he's willing to take the job.
0: I'm I'm a little chimney sweep. Climb into a vagina. James questioned Mary on uh, three to four occasions for several hours. Finally, three days later, Mary confessed. Mary's testimony stated that after she miscarried, she was told... By a female friend to pretend that she was giving birth to rabbits. And that's a good pal. That's the kind of friend,
1: someone you can lean on. I know you're down. But. Yeah. You know, when, I, when Ted and I had our miscarriage, it was tough. You know, I, I always wished I had put rabbit parts on my vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, well, then you're home free. Do what I didn't do. <laughs> I regret it every day of my life. <laughs> it's just so easy to do, too, which is what I think.
0: Quote, which she told her would occasion her no longer to work for her living and would undertake to furnish her with rabbits to carry on the deception on payment of part of the gain which she expected to receive from her service. So her friend's like, you put rabbits up your vagina, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: we're going to make fucking money. (laughs) You split it with me, I'll keep the rabbits coming. How could you uh, say no to that?
1: Was Mary like, what's step two?
2: I mean, honest, that's not worse than like Silicon Valley guys who come up with shitty apps no. to get rich. No, like, no it's not. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at her.
1: <laughs> no, no. No. you don't hate She's, the player, you hate the game. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: She's not hurting anyone else. Well,
1: <laughs> rabbit-wise, maybe. <laughs> feels like a couple cats. Yeah, the rabbits
0: and, die in yeah. incredible
2: pain and then are degraded beyond any possible imagination. <laughs> but
1: but other than that, other you than know, that, it's the story of a hero. <laughs> <laughs> a trailblazer, a dreamer. a dreamer, yeah.
0: Mary's midwife mother-in-law, Ann Toft, had cut up a dead cat, took out its guts and liver, and inserted the backbone of an eel into the cat intestines and pushed it into Mary. <laughs> uh, we call this a reverse.
2: Uh. <laughs> it's a reverse baby. Yeah, I, I did something similar in college when I couldn't get hard because I was too drunk. Anyway.
1: <laughs> but okay wait so her friend is like put rabbits in you and this lady is just like well they were out of rabbit but plan b what do we say to an eel spine and a bunch of cat legs is that gonna i think just to start I'm let's, listening. See, let's see what it takes let's see what it can take
0: i mean she she took a cat she took out all the guts, put a backbone of an eel, an eel backbone into the cat intestines. Wait, a backbone of an eel's got to be crazy. And then you, and then push it into her uh, vagina.
1: Or kicked it up, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> that's probably the breathing technique you were
0: just speaking of. I mean, that's just the thi- the thing I'm taking away from this is that. She had a really good relationship with her mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> like she trusted her. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. how many women here?
1: Uh, Dave, I don't need. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you need to ask it. I don't know if you need to ask it. I don't even know if you need to ask it. I just. Th- I don't think it needs to be asked. Uh, <laughs>
0: the hope was. <laughs> the hope was. Uh huh. The hope was this quote miraculous conception would bring wealth to the poor peasant family, right? Because monstrosities are a thing, sure, but, yeah,
1: right? You know. And classism too.
0: Yeah, Mary called in her unknowing neighbor Mary Gill to witness the birth and substantiate it, and obviously from there it took off. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a fine took off, but yes, as the story caught on, Mary quote put quartered rabbit bodies into a special hair pocket inside her skirt and manually introduced them into herself whenever she was not closely being watched.
1: Okay. Well, it's I pretty... I mean, look, you knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, we're horrified, but surprised I don't think is right. Yeah, I think... yeah, yeah. And by the way, I think she could be called the hair pocket at this point.
0: <laughs> what? Wow. It's just, uh... I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just say. Put this out there. if sure. Any young ladies are listening. This is very unsanitary.
2: Yeah, don't yeah. do this. Oh we
0: yeah. We don't seriously recommend don't this. Do at this, all. this. Yeah. I
2: know. I mean, like, and they took it far. Like, <laughs> she succeeded. She met the king many <laughs> she, times. She bet
1: She she was in the kingdom <laughs> oh, for a yeah. while. Yeah. 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 No.
2: Still though, don't do this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I didn't know we'd have to do the disclaimer, but this <laughs> podcast does not. We do not. Yeah. Recommend I absolutely, that. No, do absolutely do not sanction this do not at do all. That. Don't heel spines. Give it a whirl. Try that. I think that... Because they're small. They're small. They're small. Eels are tiny. They're like oh, you know, the, the jellied belly.
2: eel place near where I live that had been open for like 110 years just closed. And I wouldn't eat there ever because yeah. I can't fucking eat an eel. Not that there's anything wrong with eating eels, but we don't eat them in America, so if you move here at 40, you just can't eat one. And, uh, but I was sad, you know, anyway. And now... <laughs> you can edit... Yeah. You can edit this out uh, no, when, no. You, no, no, when you put it up on the... No, it's but, very, uh, it's
0: very uh, equal to the story <laughs> we're hearing. Yeah. No. It's almost anyway, the same thing. Anyway, I just
2: want to context. Eels are still, still a big part of the, the British economy.
0: Anyway. <laughs> also, Rob doesn't want to eat eels. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she had the hair pocket inside her skirt. She's putting the rat- rabbits in there. Mary would then theatrically go into labor and push out the package. Oh, God. Quote, Mary was agreeably surprised that it took so little skill to fool such men as Howard and Nathaniel. <laughs> well, <laughs> any, yeah. any
2: idiot can jam yes. a bunch of rubbish yeah. up their vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But this is the guy, this is the fencing teacher who had to quit fencing because a student almost killed him. Yeah, yeah. From fencing.
0: <laughs> yeah. The fraud became hard when she went to London because she had to get rabbit parts still, and her friend wasn't there. So uh, the group of doctors became impatient, and then she bribed the porter. And that was the end of her con. At that point, she had given birth to a total of 17 rabbits, and that does not include other random animal parts like cat's legs and hog's bladder. Mary uh, was charged as a, quote, notorious and vile cheat and imposter. That's a charge? And what about the doctors
1: and the surgeons? What were they charged with? (laughs) Nothing.
0: Nothing? Continued to practice? Just being rad. Uh Uh-huh, right, right,
1: right. right. Not wanting to believe, yeah.
0: (sighs) Uh, They sent her to Tothill Fields Bridewell Prison. In jail, she was put on exhibit to large, curious crowds by the jailers, quote, like an animal in a cage. Mary placed the blame on a few people. Her mother-in-law, John Howard, the wife of an organ grinder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: There's no explanation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, A mysterious traveling stranger who, quote, told Mary how to insert the rabbit parts into her body... (laughs) And how such a scheme would ensure that she would never want as long as she lived. So she was talking to a random stranger, uh, a new guy that she met. She's like, hey, how are you? Good, you? Yes, lovely. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out a way to make money. You know, it's not hard to put rabbit in a vagina. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) pardon me? It's not too
2: difficult at all. (laughs) Thank you for confirming what I already thought. Yep, just Um, cut them finely. I support her taking everybody down. Which she's yeah. guilty of being fucking interesting and fun and giving people, giving people the story of a lifetime that centuries later, a crowd of 700,000 would be thrilled to hear. Thank you, Rob. Fuck them.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, so on January 7th, 1727, Mary Appeal appeared before the Courts of Quarter Sessions at Westminster and was officially charged... Uh, quote, for being an abominable cheat and imposter in pretending to be delivered on several monstrous births. She was fined 800 pounds, which is about 117,000 pounds today. Oof. But she was released three months later because the court wasn't sure what the charge should have been.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, th- right,
1: yeah. yes. Right, right. Fooling everyone. Uh,
0: in the years after, the Duke of Richmond sometimes showed her at dinner parties for curious guests. Oh, that's cool. Mary. Mary was still, however, the target of satirists across England. They mocked her confession, her illiteracy, and hinted that she was promiscuous.
2: Oh, they wish they could pull that off. I'm firmly in her corner
0: now. Yeah. Oh no, I'm totally in her corner. She took risks. <laughs> yeah. Boy, did she. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the doctors involved were the ones who became the real target of public mockery. Good. Good. Yes.
1: Fuck
2: doctors. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. There were dry, uh, drawings, entire newspapers, plays, poems, and even songs written.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's an entertainment yeah. generator. Oh, <laughs> man.
0: Uh, the doctors began turning on each other. Uh, Syriacus published some, quote, some observations concerning the woman of Godly men in Surrey tending to prove her extraordinary deliveries to be a cheat and imposture which detailed his suspicions of both Nathaniel and John Howard. Sir Richard published an exact diary of what was observed during a close attendance upon Mary Toft, the pretended rabbit breeder in Surrey from Monday, November 28th to Wednesday, December We don't December need the 7th. dates
1: in your title, buddy. <laughs> uh,
0: he went after his friend and colleague, uh, James Douglas, who he had brought in, right, who had been a vocal skeptic from the beginning and wanted to stay out of it, and then Sir Richard said, James had been fooled by Mary. That sucks, Sir James. Sir James then published uh, 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 under the pseudonym "A Lover of Truth and Learning," a that, a, that's book a pseudonym.
1: a book. Yeah, that's not a, a very. Is that how pseudonyms work? I don't feel okay. Uh,
0: a book called "The Sueterkin Di- Dissected," and he attacked Doctor Mabry and the Sueterkin theory. But the damage was done to the medical profession. Doctors, not even connected to the Toft hoax. Uh, printed statement saying they'd never met or believed Mary's story. The most famous satirist of all, William Hogworth, created a sketch showing physicians crowding around Mary, uh, Mary's bedside in confusion. Some publications became collector's items and were bound in rabbit skin and sold for 15 to 20 <laughs> 20 <laughs> The ultimate indignity. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, how great would it be to get a copy of that sketch? <laughs> sketch comedy in the 1700s? <laughs>
0: Nathaniel Saint-Andre took the biggest hit, though. Mary's confession came three days after he published his 40-page 40 40 pamphlet, <laughs> in, in which he staked his reputation and inserted that his account of the case was the most valid. <laughs> oh, that's, that
1: timing is not great. Oh, it's bad timing. How's the pamphlet doing? Did you hear? No? Uh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, uh.
0: He then desperately published uh, the book, quote, uh, or sorry, quote, an advertisement stating that he was now thoroughly convinced that it was the most abominable fraud and asking that his mistakes be excused and that he might be regarded as an innocent party to the guilty actors. I was just a guy. I came and then rabbits were coming out.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. Read my book. I'm not stupid anymore. A few days later Nathaniel went to perform his duties at the royal court, but everyone there snubbed and insulted him. He then requested an audience. He then requested an audience with the king and quote, he received such an affront from the furious monarch that he never again dared set foot within the royal palace. Finally, his patience all left him and he yeah. became the laughingstock of London.
1: Yes, he should have no patience. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, because he lived an expensive lifestyle, he quickly found himself living in poverty.
1: How long until he's putting rabbit parts in his butt? <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh? A miracle! Can you believe it? Uh, but Nathaniel somehow kept his career, uh, he some- and then he somehow married the daughter of the Earl of Ex- Essex, the heiress to a large fortune. <laughs> in 1728, he treated Samuel Molyneux, a member of parliament. Samuel had a, quote, fit, Nathaniel tried to save him, but Samuel died. Mm, right. <laughs> From what
1: Nathaniel called uh, Nathaniel.
0: <laughs> that same night, Nathaniel eloped with Samuel's wife, Lady Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> oh, my God!
0: What? That's, wow. The circumstances of Samuel's death were, quote, highly mysterious. Weird. Uh, what do you pointy think? pointy
2: stools, pointy stools. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, he killed him through surgery
0: to go elope? what it seems like. Uh, a relative of Samuel claimed Nathaniel had poisoned him. The rumor spread. Nathaniel filed a defamation suit and won, but he was still publicly humiliated in court. And after the trial, Nathaniel could not get any work. Lady Elizabeth was dismissed from her attendance to Queen Caroline, and the couple moved to the countryside and lived off his wife's money. Then when Elizabeth died, she willed her money to relatives and left Nathaniel nothing.
3: <laughs> nice.
2: yes. yes. She should have just
0: left him a rabbit. Uh. Uh, uh. Uh.
2: They're half of one anyway. Yes.
0: <laughs> a few years later, he lost all of his investment money and possessions in a fire. He spent his last years in a poorhouse in Southampton. He died at the age of 96 in 1776. It's pretty wow. old for back then. Yeah. Uh, quote, during the last 50 years of his life, he did not once eat rabbit. And his remaining friends were considered enough never to serve it whenever he was present.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mary Toft gave birth to a daughter, Elizabeth, in February 1728.
1: You know that doctor who was delivering the baby was like, let's just keep our fingers crossed.
0: I'm trying to think. Like, there's a lot of stuff I could forgive my wife for. Dave? But if, she, but if she was putting rabbit parts up her vagina for, like, six months, uh-huh. that's a tough one. I mean, I love her, but what's the line? It sounds like
1: you don't. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like she might have some mental problems.
2: Well, that, uh, oh, I mean, uh, mental problems, yes. But I was going to say the vagina famously cleans itself quite well. So I think... Sure. No, what? I mean, you know, so a few days afterwards, I'd be fine.
0: With yeah, it. he's a male. He's a and the reason we have him on this episode is because Rob's a male midwife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> In worst case, you send a chimney sweep up there to do the job. <laughs> His little pipes.
0: <laughs> There's that winning sound effect again. Uh so she gave birth to a daughter. Elizabeth in February 1728, uh, the parish Register stated it was quote, the first child after her pretend rabbit breeding. (laughs) (laughs) Not much else is known of her later life. She was briefly imprisoned in 1740 for receiving stolen goods.
1: How? Uh. (laughs) I'll hide them. Mary. (laughs) This is a piano. Come on. (laughs) <laughs>
2: we want to launder the money. Not, anyway. Listen. <laughs> uh,
0: she died in 1763. Her obituary was listed in all the London newspapers because she's famous. Yeah, amazing. She, uh, she wow, game.
1: that is fucking crazy.
0: Crazy, awesome. You know, this is the story of a hero. It is, it the story is of a but hero. also <laughs>
1: not to be. That is. I mean, she was poor and desperate. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. So but there is, there yeah. Is, she was forced. She was cornered. She had no choice. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're which,
0: making women who are pregnant and having a complication yeah. go out in a field and fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a desperation uh, when you don't have any fucking safety net. Yeah.
1: No, I mean that is. It is still somehow yeah. a story of racism. I it would
2: have been putting stuff up my ass way before she was. She was tough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you were doing that early in your career, though. Yeah, that's yeah. This is true. This is true, yeah. Uh,
0: I want to thank uh, Shirin Sajapur for doing the research. Uh, she did an awesome job. And then... <laughs> I'll say... Uh, and then uh, a couple of books are main sources. Jan Bondison wrote a Cabinet of Medical Curiosities, a oh, compendium of the odd, bizarre, and unexpected. Uh, and then uh, this is a long one, so I'm going to s- say the start. But essay uh, Seeligman, the Rabbit Breeder. <laughs> uh, mo- most of most of the sources you can go look at, but they're all from at the time, like this 1700s. And then. Um, Dennis Todd, Imagining Monsters, Miscreations of the Self in 18th Century England. uh, is the other one. Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: I don't know how much there is to dissect. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We appreciate it very much. Truly. (laughs) Thank you to Rod Delaney. Thank you guys. This was great. We appreciate it very much. That's the end of the UK leg. So thank you guys for everything. Honestly, appreciate all the support, all that
0: shit. Thank you very much. Vote labor so you don't have to take rabbits out of your vagina.
1: Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. ...to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at ACME. canberra november 17th brisbane november 18th and then i will be in uh sydney on november 24th go to gareth for tickets Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson